Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, Broadway fans, we are just days away from the Tony Awards and ballots are due soon. So I am sitting here with David Buchanan. I'm Sam Ekman, and we are going to run down our final predictions for the musicals of this year's nominees, starting with the top award. Uh, this has been sort of the Hades Town show, I think, for most of this uh, Tony season. And I, I have it winning. There's been an interesting thing that happened with the drama desk, not that these are precursors, because um, they don't overlap with voters or anything. But the prom took home their best musical award, despite not winning anything else. Um, and I think that points to uh, some some love for that show. I think maybe it didn't get the most nominations, but people walk out of it just saying, like, you know, I just love those characters. I'm endeared to the show. Do you think that can happen here? Or is Hades Town just going to take it home? I think Hades Town is looking really strong. What's so notable about the prom win is that so Hades Town wasn't in contention for a lot of those categories because of its off-Broadway production, but Tootsie took home a lot of those trophies. It won music, lyrics, actor, book, mm-hmm. um, and did not take home the top prize. So it's making me rethink where I put Tootsie in the lineup, um, and if there's a spoiler in the category it's looking more and more like it would be the prom instead of Tootsie. Yeah, I think it actually solidifies that drama desk outcome, sort of solidifies Hades Town for me because mm. if we're thinking Tootsie is number two, which we have right. for a while, yeah. then why didn't it win? Even though it wins all of these for right. all these individual parts, people don't, we talk about how passion gets you these winning votes a lot at Gold Derby. And it didn't have the passion to win Best Musical. The Prom did. And there's very few places to uh, to reward the Prom because it's not up for the design categories. Um, it missed out on choreography. So it's kind of down to like one or two wins for that show if it is going to take home Best Musical. I still think it's Hades Town, though. I think that is yeah. the runaway hit of the season. There are other hits, but that is the, the big original um, show of the season. The Prom is also original, so that's why I am hesitant in certain places, because I feel like they'll want to reward something that is truly completely original. But Hades Town also fits that bill and is incredibly creative, so I have it. I, I'm pretty comfortable with that winning. Yeah, it also just totally fits into the trend of best musical winners in the last three, four, five mm-hmm. years. Um, you can just kind of, if you're thinking about what the last decade of best musicals has looked like, it just seems like it fits yeah. into that vision of um, best musical of of late. So yeah, I think it's pretty safe. Yeah, it's incredibly unique. Um, and then in revival of a musical, we have the only two revivals this season competing. Um, Oklahoma has been far up front. 
I am wondering though, again, these precursors don't really mean anything because it's not the same voters, but it has yet to win a precursor award for revival. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish and Off-Broadway production won the Drama Desk and the Outer Critics Circle and Kiss Me Kate took the Drama League. Mm. And so I think a lot of those, especially Drama League voters are skew older, so they're more inclined to go with a traditional thing. I think like Kiss Me Kate, some of them could be off-put, but is there yeah. any backlash to Oklahoma's kind of divisive nature of this production or does it just win? Yeah, um, so I finally saw Oklahoma. I had kind of been predicting it. I saw Kiss Me Kate a while ago and was predicting Oklahoma kind of blind. Um, and I think how their race shakes down for me is even if you don't really like the whole or every decision in this mounting of Oklahoma, you admire the kind of vision for the production um, in a way that Kiss Me Kate is very conventional, very well done. Um, but I think there will be enough voters that say, yes, I don't agree with every choice that this production of Oklahoma makes, but overall I like the show more or I like the vision or I like what they're doing with it. So I think there will be enough people that maybe don't love the production, but like it or admire it that will mm -hmm. still vote for it. Um, so that's why I have it out front. But yeah, I, I agree with you just in the sense that the fact that it hasn't won a precursor is a bit concerning and is giving me pause in just saying, yes, Oklahoma's got it. Um, yeah, and it's it speaks to, I think, the whole question of why do we revive shows? Yeah. Kind of like, why are we telling this story right now? And I think Oklahoma has a very firm answer for that in its mm -hmm. kind of radicalness. Yeah. And so I, I think the race is closer than it maybe was previously, but I think Oklahoma's winning. Um, if we want to move on to acting awards, I have Stephanie J. Block up front to win. I've had her there for a while, but I do think there's a significant challenge of Beth level. What are you predicting? Same. I actually have Beth winning right now. Ooh. I've had her for a few weeks. Just thinking about um, the prom, how much the industry seems to love the prom. If it's not going to win Best Musical, and it could, as we just talked about, um, but if it's really maybe not going to, where do they have a real shot of taking it? And Beth, to me, from that show is the true standout who has just two, I mean, she has a number of great scenes and songs, but she has two really knockout musical numbers, one in the first act, one in the second. And that's kind of the performance in that category that I am continuing to think about. Um, I know that this kind of bucking the trend of Stephanie picking up um, some of the precursors. She's been seen as the front runner. It's a deserving performance. Um, so I'm not entirely sure I'm going to stick with Beth. It's a bit bold, especially well, with a co-star. The, the reason yeah. to go for the promise, it's loved. You know, it's this yeah. show that has a lot of heart. And Cher Show is not nominated for Best Musical. The last woman to take home this category without starring in a Best Musical nominee is Heather Headley for Aida. And I would say Aida was a huge shock that it wasn't nominated for Best Musical, yeah. whereas Cher Show was much more of an iffy prospect to get nominated. Yeah. Um, I just think there has been this sentiment of, like, it's time for Stephanie J. Block. Um, mm -hmm. She's been a veteran of this industry for a while, so I feel like, again, kind of, it's one of those moments where the industry kind of rallies around one person. So I, I know it's a huge stat for her to break, but I'm, I think, this is the year for her. Yeah, I'm very uneasy about 
whether I switch back or not. And I probably will. Um, but I'm going to, for our final video, I'm going to pretend like I'm really <laughs> brave and say, yes, I'm going with that. Definitive answers, David. <laughs> I know. Um, so I think lead actor is a lot easier. I think Santino Fontana for Tootsie is going to walk away with it. Um, his closest rival I have is Brooks Asmanskis for The Prom, again, because The Prom, you know, there's so few places to reward it if they do want to do so. But I just think um, Santino gets to show off so many sides and it's highly physical and highly comedic. I think he's the clear winner. Yeah, I have him far out front too. I actually just moved Damon from Oklahoma into second um, just because I think so much of that production working relies on you really liking that character, even though it has a much darker take on the role. Um, so I... I, I mean, I, I, it's it maybe a moot point because I, I also yeah. think Brooks is I think in the conversation. Yeah. yeah. But um, I would have Brooks closer than Damon because he's just been around for so much longer true. and is giving true. a performance. I mean, we've always known Brooks is really funny, but this is kind of yeah. really elevated for him, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, yeah. So I, I would have him as number two, but I think it's a pretty wide gap. So mm -hmm. I just yeah. think Tina's going to win. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, in a similar sense, I. Don't think anyone can beat Anais Mitchell for score. No. Town. Um, Agreed. I've been trying to rank the other ones. I guess I would have the prom or Tootsie as number two, but again, I think there's a huge amount of daylight between number one, and number two. Do you agree? Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, next one. The the book of a musical category is much more competitive, though. I think mm -hmm. Tootsie uh, seems like the the number one choice for most people. Robert Horn has a lot of jokes flying at you. Um, but the prom, again, are they gonna reward it at all or is it gonna go home empty handed? So that's a question mark. I have Tootsie right now, how do you? I do that? too. I have Tootsie now too. Um, I have Hadestown in second, although I I don't really see that winning. Um, I I do kind of think Tootsie is is kind of far out front in the sense that of all the categories that it's competing in other than best actor, that seems to be where people are really gravitating as one of the exemplary aspects of the mm -hmm. show that the nominators at least really seem to love. So um, yeah, I think, I think it's a safe fish prediction. Um, and for director of a musical, I think, you know, I, I thought this was going to be a bigger battle than it was, but it seems to be coming down on one side, I feel. I have Rachel Chavkin out front to win. I do think um, Oklahoma for Daniel Fish could be a, a big uh, possibility there, but it just seems like people are galvanized around Rachel. What do you have? Agreed. Yeah, I have Hadestown. Um, I have Oklahoma in second, um, but to go back to what I was saying about the revival race, um, I think there are things that even if you like the production of Oklahoma or love the production, there are still some things where you're not sold 100% on the directorial vision with certain pieces, where I think Town just kind of presents itself as um, a really cohesive piece of theater. So, um, yeah, I think that's kind of out front. Um, I'm pretty confident on that. Yeah. At this point, I don't see anyone but those two yeah. as a winner for it. Definitely. Um, and choreography, I think, is interesting because, I don't know, uh, people are so um, certain that Warren Carlyle is going to win, which is who I have uh, predicted because it's a fantastic dance showcase from Too Darn Hot, which is maybe the best dance number of the season, to yeah. 
Corbin Blue tap dancing on the ceiling and Tom, Dick, and Harry. But I don't know. I think there's an argument to be made for both David Newman and Sergio Trujillo. I don't have Ain't Too Proud winning any categories right now, which makes me think, well, it's such a movement-heavy show. Yeah. Are they just going to give Sergio the Tony here to make up for, to, to just give Ain't Too Proud something? Uh, what do you have? I have Kiss Me Kate 2. I have Ain't Too Proud in second. Um, I don't actually see Hades Town or Tootsie really being competitive for this category at all. David Newman won the Cheetah Rivera Award. That's true. I just, um, I just don't see. I, I don't know. I think it's one of those two. And to your point, you were making earlier about Ain't Too Proud and not having it winning anywhere else. If the revival race is that close too, with you know, Kiss mm-hmm. Me Kate maybe winning and pulling an upset. Mm-hmm. That's the other category that I think yeah. it's closest to winning too. So, well, I disagree that David Newman is not competitive because I actually think mm. if this was a group of choreographers voting mm. and not the general Tony body, I think David Newman probably would beat them. Okay, um, because he comes from the dance world. The yeah. show Hades Town is the best musical, probably winner, um, and so they're going to reward it in a lot of places. And yeah. the show is just constant motion constant it's not what the reason i'm held back from predicting him to win is because he doesn't have um like when we talk about those moments the winning moments i don't know if there's one singular moment of dance because it's not choreographed like that but the whole thing is movement and in a really interesting way so that's why i am nervous about him but i still think warren carlisle because it's not just choreographers voting i think uh, he has the most obvious piece of the most obvious body of work with yeah. Kiss Me Kate. Yeah. Um, we were talking about so many of these awards are Hadestown versus Oklahoma. That's how I see uh, the orchestrations category playing out. And I currently have Oklahoma taking that for its kind of bluegrass reconstruction of that score. What do you, do you agree with that? I do too. Yeah, I have Oklahoma taking it just because um, so much of this new version of Oklahoma rests on those orchestrations. It really kind of solidifies the vision for me. Um, and the the new versions and orchestrations of the song, songs are really glorious in, in many cases, just beautiful. So yeah, I think that's definitely a possibility. I am worried about Hadestown. Um, Hadestown gets be- a lot of sound out of that yeah. small orchestra. And, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, and it's, it's very unique. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a sound that you don't always hear on a Broadway stage, and it's done really well. Um, and it is the best musical frontrunner. Um, and if they don't like Oklahoma, and if it doesn't win Revival, um, it, it probably will not win orchestrations. So that's a bit of a hesitation. Well, let's try to cover uh, some design categories quickly, uh, even though they're pretty difficult, I think, for the musical yeah. ones, especially scenic design. Um, I currently have Beetlejuice predicted for this one, which I think will probably be Beetlejuice's only win. But I'm just nervous because I remember, you know, they they often just like go down the list and the best musical winner Mm -hmm. wins a bunch of stuff. And Hades Town is a really impressive, unique looking set uh, that is kind of full of surprises and moving parts. But I think Beetlejuice feels like the most obvious to me. Do you agree with that? What do you have? Same. I have Beetlejuice too, um, and I kind of have the same hesitations. Uh, it did just win the Drama Desk, right? 
yes, and it won the Outer Critics Circle. Yeah, um, so it does have a narrative. Uh, it's been building a bit of momentum over the course of these pseudo precursors. Um, but yeah, I, I am also worried about just that best musical sweep that we've seen in recent years where if it wins one or two, it wins 10 or 12. Um, so yeah. I also psyched myself out because like David Corrins, who did Beetlejuice, yeah. has been not nominated for sound. Like he like did the, the uh, I can't speak, did the design for um, Dear Evan Hansen and wasn't nominated for that, even though it won right. Best Musical. He was the right. only, like one of the only things that didn't win for Hamilton. Um, so I'm right. like, did they just like, I don't know, did David Corns like piss off a group of people or something? Why hasn't he uh, won a Tony yet? Because mm. he's always uh, does great work. But I, I think this will finally be the year for him. Yeah. Unless I'm wrong and it's Hadestown, but I'm sticking with Beetlejuice for now. Yeah. Um, lighting design, I feel, is again between Hadestown and Beetlejuice. But I feel like this will be a much easier win for Hadestown um, because there's just, um, again, Tony moments, winning moments. You know, Reeve Carney gets that great defining totally. number, uh, wait for me. And the cast is literally swinging these huge lamps around him and it's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, so I think that is gonna be an easy win for Town. Yeah, agreed. I have Beetlejuice in second, but that moment in particular that you're just talking about um, really made the decision easy for me to just lock Town in place there. If Beetlejuice wins, I think it's because their projection designers also competing in this mm -hmm. category. I don't know how many voters are gonna pay attention to that. But there are cool moments where, like, the house on stage completely transforms when Beetlejuice does his magic via projection mapping. So mm. that is really cool, but I think it's Hades Town. Yeah. Um, for costume design, uh, I have dropped Hades Town, which I had for a while, and done the share show. I was hesitant to do show, to do show, to do so, <laughs> the share show, um, because it's not, uh, it's not nominated for many things. And I'm like, is it really going to win? two awards out of its three nominations if we assume stephanie's also winning actress but it just has so many costumes and yeah. like bob mackie gets a whole number his character in the show and he gets a whole number that's like hey give me that costume design tony um do you think that is also possible yeah i hate to just agree with everything you're saying but i oh, also have share <laughs> i also have share show winning here and i don't have it winning actress at the moment so makes me feel a bit more confident about letting it win here. Um, I think Town is, I have Town and Beetlejuice kind of hovering in two and three. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this is a category that seems kind of tailor-made for um, a share show win. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's the one I'm nervous about because it's not Best Musical nominee. Yeah. And, um, but I think it's the showiest. It reminds me of the year when Priscilla, Queen of the Desert mm. won. And those guys, uh, you know, some of those were identical costumes or similar to the movie version. So if that can win best costume design for that kind of similar showy work, then I think Bob Mackie right. can also win for this. It's like the costumes are so central to the musical. Absolutely. Um, and then sound design, there's an interesting thing happening because a lot of people for sound design are picking King Kong, which, mm. um, there has been some poisonous things said about King Kong, um, and it's not nominated for Best Musical. I have Hades Town beating it, but I do think King Kong has some of the, like, it, in terms of obvious stuff for mm -hmm. design boards, it's definitely the most obvious sound design. There's a growling gorilla on stage and the cityscape, and it just is like, here's a bunch of sound effects for you. Yeah. So 
I think that's possible, I guess, but I just don't know that voters are going to be tempted to vote for that over Hadestown. Yeah, I have Hadestown too. I don't have many thoughts on why other than, <laughs> <laughs> other than I mean, yeah, like that that's a compelling argument for King Kong. Um, I could see that happening. Um, but yeah, I just think uh, Town could easily take this too in a kind of sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, well, is, that, get... is that what you have too? Or yeah, you... I, have oh, okay. I yeah. think I thought the sound was pretty impressive in that it has to kind of pull together a jazz score yeah. with the kind of yeah. um, mechanical sounds from Town. True. So, yeah. and it's, this category often favors the best musical winner. Yeah. Uh, unless, unless there is something completely obvious, which I guess King Kong is obvious, but I just don't know that people love that show enough. Yeah, agreed. Um, so let's finish up with some acting awards because I don't know what to do about the feature categories. Uh, I feel I'm starting to feel better, at least convincing myself to feel better about Andre DeShields for featured actor in Hades Town. Who do you have in that category? I had Patrick Page for the longest time and in the last few days have changed to Andre um, just because I, I think it's a combination of things. Uh, his narrative has really kind of taken off since the nominations in a way that I didn't necessarily think was going to happen. Um, he's been doing a lot of interviews. People are reminding voters that he doesn't have a Tony yet. And he's this renowned Broadway actor, career of five decades. Um, and then also he really serves such a pivotal role to the musical in the sense that even when he's not kind of central to the scene, he's always hovering on the periphery. He's making sound effects um, when there's a train or, you know, he's, he's just kind of engaged in so many aspects of the show that even if he's not in the spotlight, you know, he's kind and of he essentially opens and closes the show. Yeah, exactly. So he yeah. is your first uh, impression and your last impression. Yeah. He has a very powerful moment at the end. And I think what you said is true. Uh, when the season first started, I I got very distracted. Personally, I won't speak for everyone. I got distracted by like, oh, Patrick Page can finally be a Tony nominee. And I kind of went with that. And I do think Patrick Page arguably has, you know, more to do, if that makes sense, like more levels to play with that character because Andre is sort of the master of ceremonies kind of mm-hmm. type of character. Um, but I just think Andre DeShields has has been an actor, an educator. He's been a huge part of this community for decades. Original production of The Wiz, original production of Amos Behaven. He's done yeah. concerts and he doesn't have a Tony yet. And yeah. I think that this is gonna be the moment for him. Agreed. Patrick Page does have more to do in the second act of Hades Town, mm-hmm. um, but I think the some of the more memorable songs from the show that you walk out remembering on first listen are Andre's songs. Yeah, and I think that message that you leave with at the end of the show is the one he delivers of why we tell the story yeah. over and over, um, and I think that is going to nail it down for him. Yeah. The biggest battle, though, I think the biggest coin toss of the whole Tony's is featured actress in the musical. Um, Ali Stroker and Amber Gray, I, it's kind of confounding to me that one of these women is going to lose a Tony because I really think these are like two of the most exciting performances of the year. And yeah. if ever there was a tie, like it should be right here. Um, I'm currently going with Amber Gray. I don't have a good reason over Ali Stroker. Um, yeah. but what do you have predicted? 
I have Amber Gray too. Um, it seems like the tide at Gold Derby, um, at least amongst the experts, is kind of turning t- toward Ali Stroker, right? Um, but I'm kind of sticking with Amber Gray in the sense that I think she has, not that either of the performances are not immensely memorable, but I just think that um, when I think of Ali's performance, I think of the main song and then some of the scenes in the show versus Amber Gray. There's just many different moments I'm thinking about, including that act two opening number um, and just a handful of others that I just think just a slight edge. I, I, I can't articulate why I'm kind of leaning that way um, for today, but tomorrow I'll change to Allie <laughs> and then I'll change back to Amber Gray and then I'll change back to Allie. Um, the only other thing I wanted to kind of mention that's kind of weighing on my decision is um, I didn't think originally that a lot of people would be voting for Mary Testa. Um, mm. But when I finally saw the production, she is such a kind of um, emotional and intellectual core of the show that I could see, you know, even if it's one, two, three, four, five people, 10 people voting for Mary Testa, um, it could give Amber Gray an edge. Yeah. I see that. Um, Mary Testa's performance, the great part of it is kind of she's always on stage. And so you get to see her reacting to all of those moments. But I, yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like it's such a close battle that yeah. anything. And on the flip side, I know, I don't think this will affect too many people because I think most of the voters already got in. But like Amber Gray missed a performance the other night. So yeah. does that affect people? They usually if an actor's out, they'll do everything in their power to reschedule right. voters to another day. Um, but I don't know. There's a lot. I just think it's neck and neck. I'm going with Amber Gray right now because I just think that performance is could arguably be a lead. I, I think both yeah. Persephone and Hades are really enormous characters and almost equal to uh, to the two leads. So that's kind of pushing it over for me. But then last year, Lindsay Mendez also just won featured actress for Rodgers and Hammerstein. Role. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be a coin toss time. One more. Time. One more thing to say on Amber Gray, just to kind of parallel the point you're making about Andre, is she closes. I mean, she ostensibly closes the show mm-hmm. with the, with the post. Call. Yeah, with the post curtain call number. Um, so if that's kind of what you're leaving Hades Town thinking about, that final mm-hmm. closing moment, that could be enough in such a tight category to kind of put people um, in her camp. Well, that makes me feel better about voting for it. Thank you. (laughs) Well, everyone, now is the time to decide what your votes are and whether we are right or just horribly, horribly wrong. So log on to Gold Derby, lock in your predictions, and put your money where your mouth is. Thank you so much. Subscribe and keep in touch with Gold Derby. Best of luck with your Tony predictions. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.